0: Hello and thank you for logging on to the Memory Gage, your new favourite Digimon card game podcast. I'm your host, Connor, and this week is the second part of our Great Legend set review. Last time we covered the new mechanics and the new red, blue and yellow cards. Today we're covering all the new green, black, purple and white cards coming in set BT for Great Legend. Before we get to that though... Do not forget our Great Legend release stream, Friday, June 11th, starting at 7pm Central US time, which is 10am on Saturday, June 12th for my fellow Australians, and as of this recording, that is tomorrow, I will be live streaming a box opening of a booster box, of great legend and as always I will be giving away the contents of one booster pack I open to a lucky viewer chosen at random and I will also be giving away a set of all six promo pack version 0.0 cards that's Agumon, Biomon, Gabumon, Gomomon, Patomon and Gatomon. So make sure you are tuned in to twitch.tv slash Connor EFMG for a chance to win those prizes and just because we have a great time opening packs and talking everything Digimon card game. Friday, June 11th, 7pm Central US Time, over on twitch.tv slash efmg. Please make sure you are there, hoping to see you there. Now if you haven't already, make sure to check out our Great Legend Set Review Part one At the start of that episode, we talked about all of the new mechanics that you're going to find in Great Legend. We have a lot of new cards to get through today, so I'm not going to cover all that information again here, so we can just get straight to the cards. So if you're interested in the new mechanics coming in the set, that is all at the top of last week's episode, go and check it out. And very quickly, before we start, these are all my opinions based on my own biases and experiences. You may feel differently about a card than I do, and that isn't just fine, it is actually great. That difference of opinion is what makes the game interesting, otherwise, we'd all just be playing the same thing. Finally, I won't cover every single card today because there's just too many to do that as much as I might like to. I'll be here for the rest of my life. Instead, I'll be focusing on cards that I think are interesting and powerful. So sorry in advance if I skip over your favorite new card. Alright, first up we have Green. In Great Legend, Green has plenty of support for the new Digiburst mechanic. Green is also leaning more into effects that suspend your opponent's Digimon as it has before, either to stop them from attacking you or to free you up to attack them. And it's also worth noting that green, like purple and black, has fewer cards in the new set than red, blue, or yellow. And that's because alongside Great Legend, we're also getting three new starter decks, Giga Green, Machine Black... ...and Venomous Violet. So don't worry if it seems like there's not as many cards for your favourite colour. We're getting plenty of new green, purple and black cards to play with and I'll cover all of them next week in my new Starter Deck episode. But let's get into the green cards and first we have a new level 2 to talk about. Each colour is getting one new level 2 in Great Legend... They're so necessary, it's always great to see some more options in your Digitama deck. Green's new level 2 is Budmon. Budmon has your turn. While this Digimon has Digiburst, it gets plus 1000 DP. Now, in this set, Green has 3 Digimon with Digiburst who will receive a boost from Budmon. If you're intending to build a digiburst focus deck, Budmon's a great choice as a level 2. That said, Green already has plenty of strong level 2s to choose from, so... If you have a dedicated Digiburst deck, Budmon can be strong, but if you're only playing a few Digiburst Digimon, I would go for a different green Digitama. On to the level 3's now, and first up is Dokunemon. Dokunemon costs 3 to play, 0 to Digivolve. It has 2000 DP, and it has on play, reveal the top 3 cards of your deck. Add 1 Digimon with Digiburst among them to your hand. Place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order. Now, this can help you to smooth out your draws and find those pieces that you need, but you need to be careful how you use it. As I said, there are currently three Digimon in green as of the release of Green Le- Great Legend that have Digiburst. If you play four copies of each, Dokunemon can fetch a bit over a fifth of your deck, which is pretty good, but when you're only looking at three cards at a time, the odds of getting a hit are fairly low. You need to decide how important is it to you to fetch those cards with Digiburst to your hand. Is it worth playing a card that you know is going to miss probably a majority of the time? If that card with Digiburst is central to your deck's game plan, like Nidhogmon, which is a level 6 that we will be discussing later on, then the answer might be a resounding yes. But that's a question you have to ask yourself before you just throw 4 copies of Dokudamon into any old deck. And next level 3 is one we've kind of already discussed in part 1 of this set review. It's Lalamon. Like Argumon and Gaomon that we spoke about in part 1, Lalamon costs 3 to play, 0 to Digivolve, it has 2000 DP, and it has an inheritable that reads Your turn. When this card is trashed due to activating this Digimon's Digiburst, return this card to its owner's hand. Now, this is a great card for a dedica- dedicated Digiburst deck giving you a level 3 back to your hand to digivolve again. It lessens the number of times that you get stuck without a rookie, and it helps you to get more value from your cards and effects. There's a version of this card with identical stats and identical effect in black, Sunorizomon, and in purple, Ghostmon. So consider this my review of all three of these cards, so we don't have to retread the same ground each time. This is a fun card, and it's really good in sealed if you have a lot of Digiburst. Now from 3 to 4, our first level 4 is Sunflowermon. Sunflowermon costs 5 to play, 2 to Digivolve, it has 5000 DP, and it has a Digiburst effect which reads Main, Digiburst 2. One of your opponent's suspended Digimon doesn't unsuspend during your opponent's next unsuspend phase. Now this seems a little weak to me. Keeping something suspended isn't bad per se, but most of the effects we have that do this currently also suspend a Digimon so you've always got a target to keep suspended this could slow an opponent down but I think there's a bit of luck involved in having Sunflowermon's effect be good uh, you could play this with plenty of effects that suspend your opponent's Digimon so you've got valid tar- targets and that could be a way to play this card if you really want to Next up is Leomon, Leomon costs 5 to play, 2 to digivolve, has 5000 dp and when digivolving suspend one of your opponents digimon with 3000 dp or less. So you digivolve into Leomon, suspend probably a level 3 and then you get to attack it with your newly digivolved Leomon. That's kind of a fun piece of removal at level 4 and it feels really green to me. There's not a lot to say about this card, it's fairly straightforward, but I like the art and I like the effect. I wish this had an inheritable effect because I don't know that the digivolving effect is quite enough for to, this to be excellent, but I think it's definitely on the playable side. Next up is another Leomon, but this one is at level 5. So we're on to our level 5s Grap Leomon. 7 to play, 2 to digivolve, 6000 DP. Grap Leomon has when attacking gain 1 memory. Extra memory is always nice, and if you're getting it for something you were planning to do anyway, all the better. Grappleomon isn't quite beefy enough that you'll necessarily want to be attacking with it all the time, but if you're going in for chip damage, or to take out a smaller Digimon, or if you've buffed up your Grappleomon's DP with effects, then the incidental memory gain can be quite nice. Overall, I like the card, I'm just not sure what deck it goes in. I'm sure someone smarter than me is going to let me know. I just... Don't know where this really fits, even though I like it. Our next level 5 is Orochimon. Orochimon costs 8 to play, 3 to digivolve. It has 8,000 DP, and it has, when digivolving, one of your Digimon gains piercing for the turn. Piercing, of course, lets your Digimon perform any security checks it usually would when it deletes an opponent's Digimon in battle and survives. Piercing is a really strong effect especially if you've got a deck that's built to take advantage of it. It can functionally make a Digimon unblockable if it's strong enough or let you take out an opposing Digimon and deal security damage rather than having to choose one or the other. Now I really like the ability to give another Digimon piercing especially as a Digivolving effect in green which can get its Digivolutions going for incredibly cheap. This is flexible, it's great support for your level 6s, and it's a lot cheaper than it seems at first glance, a lot easier to get going because of the colour it's in. So I really, I like Orochimon. I think it's cool. Our final level 5 is Lilamon. Lilamon costs 8 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 7,000 DP, and has a main and an inheritable effect. Lila's main effect reads... Main, Digiburst 2. Suspend one of your opponent's Digimon. Now this is a great effect to have as a Digiburst. In green, this effect is often pretty much removing a Digimon because you can then attack it. Uh, It also lets you get around a troublesome blocker. So you can suspend a blocker and then you don't have to worry about your security attack being blocked. Pair this up with Lalamon and get heaps of value by getting Lalamon back to your hand. Lilamon's inheritable effect is also pretty good. When attacking, if you have a tamer in play, suspend one of your opponent's Digimon. Now, green has a number of great tamers that are being played, and the fact that this effect has no limit on, like, the level or the DP of the Digimon to be suspended is great. It doesn't say only a level 3 or only something 9,000 DP or less. It just gets anything. Now, I think that this is an all-around really fantastic card, and I expect to see this in plenty of decks. It's just got a lot of utility. Now to level 6's, and our first green level 6 is Lotusmon. Lotusmon costs 11 to play, 4 to Digivolve, a bit on the expensive side for a Digivolution into level 6, and has 12,000 DP. Its main effect reads, All turns, so you or your opponent's turn, when you or your opponent play a level 4 or lower Digimon, suspend it. This is a great control effect. It makes it really dangerous to play lower level Digimon to the field, They'll often just get deleted by battle on your opponent's next turn, and the effect is technically symmetrical because it affects your opponent's cards and your own cards, but you can plan around the effect. Which means it's going to be better for you overall. Besides which, Green's cheap Digivolution means your Digimon can digivolve up into a high enough DP to survive very easily. They will very rarely come down and be weak enough that they'll get taken out by any old thing. I think this is a really clever effect. And it might not necessarily headline a deck by itself, but I think it can be really strong in a support role. Next up is our last Leomon, Bancho Leomon. Bancho Leomon costs 12 to play. It's 3 to Digivolve. It's got 11,000 DP, and it has on deletion, suspend up to 2 of your opponent's Digimon. (laughs) It is good to see that even at level 6, Bancho Leomon is still continuing the proud tradition of Leomon everywhere and existing mostly to die. I like this effect as a supporting effect. Once you're set up to take advantage of your opponent's Digimon being suspended, you've either got enough green effects that give you benefits to suspending Digimon or just you have just another big Digimon waiting to attack, then you can attack with your Bancho Leomon with impunity knowing that even in a worst case scenario you still get some value back. Pair this with another Digimon with... That has Gargomon or Kabuterimon as an inheritable to get a big DP buff when Bancho Leomon dies and suspends two Digimon. Uh, Pair it up with Mega Gargomon so Mega Gargomon can follow up Bancho Leomon with a security attack plus one attack. Pair it up with Bancho Stingmon so you can take out an opponent's huge threat. I think that's a lot of fun things that you can do with Bancho Leomon personally. Right now, our final green Digimon, we talked about it a little bit before Nidhogmon. Nidhogmon costs 13 to play, 5 to Digivolve, which is quite expensive for a level 6. It has 13,000 DP, also quite a lot for a level 6, and it has a huge Digiburst effect. Now, Nidhog's effect reads When Digivolving, Digiburst 4, suspend all of your opponent's Digimon with 5,000 DP or less. Then place all of your opponent's suspended Digimon at the bottom of their owner's decks in any order. So DigiBurst 4, you trash four Digivolution cards from underneath Hogmon, so you'll need a full Digivolution chain from two to six. And then you get to put all of your opponent's suspended Digimon at the bottom of their owner's decks in any order. Now you do need the full line, as I said, but green is the strongest Digivolution color, so this shouldn't be too hard to achieve. If you can stick Nidhoggmon and activate its effect, you get to wipe the board of your opponent's level threes and fours. This is really good against Purple because Purple won't even get to activate its own deletion effects or recur those Digimon from the trash because they're getting put on the bottom of your opponent's deck rather than being deleted. When Nidhoggmon gets crazy though, is when you pair it with other effects that are suspending your opponent's Digimon because Nidhogg itself suspends 5000 DP and under Digimon, but it's putting. All of your opponents suspend a Digimon on the bottom of their deck regardless of their DP. If Omnimon is suspended when Nidhoggmon's effect activates, it goes to the bottom of their deck, whether it's got 15,000 DP or not. So you can get huge value out of pairing this with cards that suspend your opponent's Digimon regardless of DP. Flower Cannon is a great green option card, it costs 2 to play, and it has main, suspend one of your opponent's Digimon, no limitations, no hoots to jump through, play Flower Cannon, suspend a threat, drop Nidhogmon and remove it. Nidhogmon is very strong, and once you get up to level 5, it turns every one of your opponent's attacks into a decision point for them, because they don't know, are you going to drop the Nidhogmon? I would expect to see a lot of Nidhogmon in green, especially early on in the great legend meta, because it is Just a really good card. Right, now each color in Great Legend is getting one new Tamer card, and we're moving now from green's new Digimon to green's new Tamer, Yoshino Fujiida. Yoshino costs three to play, and she has two effects. Her first effect is an on-play effect that reads, return one Digi-Egg card from your trash to the bottom of your Digi-Egg deck. I think this effect is so cool. We've all hit that point with playing green, especially if we've got Mimi Tachikawa on the field, where we just run out of Digi-Eggs, and Yoshino helps us to get even more Digivolution value by replacing those Digi-Eggs. Yoshino also has your turn. When digivolving one of your Digimon into a Digimon card in your hand with Digiburst, you may suspend this tamer to reduce the Digivolution cost by 1. Now in a dedicated Digiburst deck this is a great memory saver, it nets you plenty of memory over the long run, but I still think Mimi Tachikawa is a better tamer overall. But for the future where we get more Digiburst cards I would keep an eye on Yoshino. And finally we come to our new option cards and because we're getting a green, a black, and a purple starter deck alongside this set, while red, blue, and yellow had three new option cards in Great Legend, green, black, and purple are only getting two. Green's first new option card is Pollen Spray. It costs three to play, and its main effect says, Reveal the top three cards of your deck. Add all Digimon cards with Digi among them to your hand. Place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order, then suspend one of your opponent's Digimon for each card added to your hand by this effect. So you get to search your top 3 cards for as many Digiburst cards as you can find, then suspend your opponent's Digimon for each card you add to your hand. As we mentioned with Dokunamon, not counting new cards from the Giga Green starter deck, there's only 3 Digiburst Digimon in green as of the release of Great Legend. Even hitting one of them is pretty unlikely, and getting more than one is something you never want to depend on. I think... As we get more Digiburst cards, this card's going to get better, but for the moment, Pollen Spray just doesn't feel consistent enough for me. And our final green card is Cyclonic Kick. Cyclonic Kick costs four to play, and it says main, unsuspend one of your Digimon and suspend one of your opponent's Digimon, and Cyclonic's... Kick security effect also activates its main effect, so that effect will also activate if this is revealed from security. Now I think this is an okay effect, but at 4 it's a little bit too expensive to be really good. With a memory tamer out, you have 3 memory a turn to use, and at 4 memory to play, even with a memory tamer out, which is sort of the most consistent kind of memory game that we have at the moment you still pass the turnover when you use Cyclonic Kick, so the suspend one of your opponent's Digimon part of the effect is pretty useless because you won't get a chance to attack that Digimon or use any of your Digimon that have been buffed by your opponent having a suspended Digimon. This effect is really good out of security and getting to unsuspend your own Digimon is nice, but I think rarely getting to capitalize on a whole half of this card's effect really hurts it. And with that, we're moving on to the new black cards in the set. In Great Legend, black is all about a new Digimon type, D-Brigade. Many of black's new Digimon have the D-Brigade type, or they care about Digimon with D-Brigade in their type. D-Brigade Digimon really want you to play with lots of other D-Brigade Digimon, and they give you some pretty cool effects for doing so. Black's new level 2 is Missimon. Missimon has your turn, while this Digimon has D-Brigade in its type it gets plus 1000 DP. Naturally this fits into the D-Brigade archetype very nicely buffing most of your Digimon. Black rarely gets a power boost on your own turn as well so that aspect of this effect is really nice. It lets you be a bit more offensive than maybe we're used to in Black. In the D-Brigade deck I think this is easily the best of Black's level 2 options at the moment. Alright, now Black's first level 3 in the set is Commandramon. Commandramon costs 3 to play, 0 to Digivolve. It has 1000 DP and it is a D-Brigade type Digimon. It also has, on deletion, reveal the top 3 cards of your deck. You may play 1 Commandramon among them without paying its memory cost. Place the remaining cards on the bottom of your deck in any order. So, this Commandramon has the ability to replace itself when it gets deleted, meaning you can attack for chip damage and at least have a chance of getting a Digimon back if Commandramon does get deleted. And don't forget that this effect doesn't name this specific Commandramon card, it just names Commandramon. So together with the Commandramon we got in Special Booster Version 1.5 and the new Commandramon coming in Starter Deck Machine Black, you start to get a much better chance of hitting something off of this effect. Really looking forward to the all Commandramon deck I can only hope is going to be possible a few sets down the line. Uh, next is Sunarizamon, but since Sunarizamon has the same stats and effect as Lalamon, I'm not going to go into detail on that card here, except to say that Black only has two Digiburst cards in this set, so Sunarizamon is not as strong right now as its contemporaries in other colours. It's really interesting to see how just a change in colour can change the contextual power of a card. Alright, up to level 4 now, and first up we have Golemon. Golemon is 4 to play and 2 to digivolve. It has 3000 DP. And it has a main effect, which reads, All turns, all of your black Digimon get plus 1000 DP. I think this is really, really cool, a constant 1000 DP buff to your Black Digimon as long as Golemon is on the field. It works defensively, buffing your blockers, and it works offensively, so you no longer have to choose whether you want a defensive or offensive buff. The only downside is that you have to keep this kind of weak level 4 on the board as it is, but Golemon is thankfully not too expensive, so deploying it doesn't actually set you back too far. Next up we have Baboongamon. Baboongamon costs 5 to play, 2 to Digivolve. It has 4000 DP and its main effect reads main Digiverse 2. Trigger D Digivolve 1 on one of your opponent's Digimon with a play cost of 7 or less. Now valid targets for this include all level 4s and the majority of level 5s. I looked it up. For very little investment, it's not hard to get a fully Digivolved level 4 onto the field. You can set an opponent back usually a whole turn. Your best play, if the stars align is to de-digivolve a level 4 or a level 5, which has used its digiburst effects to trash all of its digivolution cards except for its level 2. And the way that de-digivolve works, that will actually cause the Digimon to de-digivolve down to level 2. Level 2s can't exist on the battlefield, and it will get removed. But that's a really specific set of circumstances. You can't really plan for that. Mostly, I think this is just a fine effect, although I will say that this is pretty good in Sealed. With that we come to the end of our level 4's and our first level 5 is Tankdramon. Tankdramon costs 7 to play, 3 to digivolve, has 7000 DP and it is a D-Brigade type Digimon. Tankdramon has your turn. When one of your other Digimon with D-Brigade in its type is deleted, reveal the top 2 cards of your deck. You may play one Commandramon from among them without paying its memory cost, place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order. I like that this triggers from the deletion of any of your D-Brigade Digimon and gives you extra value, potentially replacing them. With enough D-Brigade Digimon and an aggressive enough strategy you can cycle through your whole deck fairly quickly to find Commandramon to play for free even if you will whiff and get no valid targets more often than not. This works really well for Commandramon from this set. When that Commandramon is deleted, its own effect activates, letting you play a Commandramon from your top three cards, and then Tankramon activates, letting you look at your top two cards and get a Commandramon from out of there. Look at the top five cards of your deck, you may play up to two Commandramon from among them without paying their cost. Starts to sound like a much better effect. The chances that you will find a Commandramon if you play the fully possible 12, which is a bit over a fifth of your deck. Uh, when you look at the top 10th of your deck, starts to look a bit more likely. If you're playing D-Brigade and all the Commandramon that you can, you should also be playing Tankramon. Next is Gogmamon. Gogmamon costs 8 to play, it costs 3 to digivolve. It has 7000 DP and it has both a main and an inheritable effect. Gog main effect reads main digiburst one one of your Digimon gets plus 2000 DP until the end of your opponent's next turn now I love effects like this that are very open-ended about their potential uses this can be removal it can power up a Digimon so that it can attack an opposing Digimon it can power up a blocker because the power-up ends lasts until the end of your opponent's next turn, so you can use it to dissuade an attack. You could buff a Digimon that you intend to attack with to give it a better chance of surviving a security check, and to keep your opponent from being able to destroy it by an attack on their turn. This seemingly simple effect has a lot of utility, and I really like it. And the fact that it's Digi 1, so you can use it multiple times. It's a level 5. You can use it potentially 3 times turns, or three times on one turn, that is huge. Gogmamon also has an inheritable effect which reads all turn this Digimon gets plus 1000 DP. This is another really good versatile effect and whether it ends up under a blocker or under an offensive Digimon, you can be happy with it. So overall, I'm a big fan of Gogmamon. Now our first black level 6 is Bancho Golemon. Bancho Golemon costs 11 to play, 3 to Digivolve. It has 11,000 DP and it has Blocker and Opponent's Turn. While your opponent has 3 or more Digimon in play, this Digimon gets plus 3,000 DP. First and foremost, I will say that Bancho Golemon is a beast in Sealed. It can trade with any Digimon in that format when it has its power boost active on your opponent's turn, and going wide is a really prevalent strategy in Sealed, so it's really easy to have your opponent hit that 3 Digimon mark. This is a pretty good Digimon in regular play as well. Black's got a number of effects that power up your Digimon. We just spoke about Gogmamon, whose Inheritable gives plus 1000 DP, so... While Bancho Golemon only gets to 14,000 DP on your opponent's turn under its own power when its effect is active, it shouldn't be difficult to pump it even further until it can block over Omnimon. 3 Digimon in play isn't unusual, so Bancho Golemon's effect should be active reasonably often. I think this is a great card, it's a lot of fun, and even if your opponent plays around it by not putting down 3 Digimon, that actually works in your favour when you're in black, because that's a defensive colour by nature, and it doesn't mind blocking over 1 or 2 Digimon's. You say, go ahead, only play 1 or 2, it's fine. Next up we have Darktramon. This is the D-Brigade types big level 6 payoff. Darkramon costs 13 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 11,000 DP and it is a D-Brigade type Digimon itself. Darktramon has Rush which is a new effect from Great Legend which means that Darktremon can attack on the turn it comes into play. Now you may question the relevance of that on a 13 memory cost Digimon because you're never going to be able to play it for 13 and still hold the turn. You've only got 10 possible memory. That is where Darkdramon's second ability comes in. Darkdramon's second ability reads, On play, return up to five Digimon cards with D-Brigade in their type from your trash to the top of your deck in any order. And for each card you return this way... Gain two memory. So, being aggressive with your D Brigade Digimon is actually a boon because even if they're deleted, you can just return them to the top of your deck and they make Doctoramon cheaper until it can cost as low as just three memory. Three memory for an 11,000 DP Digimon that can attack straight away is incredible. As we've discussed, Black has plenty of effects that make his Digimon more powerful. Hold up your Gogmamon's Digiburst effects until you land that Darkramon, and then you can pump it up. Play out one or two Golemon and boost your Darktrimon not just when it attacks, but protect it from a counterattack. I would say this is really cool. Don't underestimate that on top of your deck part of Darkramon's effect either. You can put these Digimon in any order you like, so with a bit of planning, you can set up your future turns as well. Do you need a level 3 next turn? Put Commandramon on top so it's your next draw. I love this card, I think it's a lot of fun, and I think it's going to be a really interesting deck to build Our final level 6 is Blastmon. Blastmon heard that Black loves having lots of blockers on the field, but he got a bit confused about the details. It costs 13 to play and 3 to Digivolve. It has a huge 13,000 DP, and it has security attack plus 1, so it's a beast. But Blastmon also has, when attacking, your opponent may choose one of their unsuspended Digimon. If they do, switch the target of this attack to that Digimon. So for Blastmon, any unsuspended Digimon on your opponent's side can be a potential blocker for them. This is a really bizarre effect. Luckily, at 13,000 DP, Blastmon is going to destroy most Digimon your opponent choose for this effect. Play this card with plenty of DP buffing effects and ensure it gets past anything your opponent's care to throw at its effect. Security attack plus one means that Blastmon can do some serious damage if it does get through. So your opponents have to think really seriously about letting you delete their Digimon. Blastmon is an enormous threat when it comes down and it's often going to delete multiple opposing Digimon. It's my favourite kind of fun, big dumb fun. With that we come to the end of the new black, Digimon Black is now also getting a new tamer, Izzy Izumi. Izzy costs 4 to play and is a memory tamer, meaning he has. Start of your turn. if. You have two memory or less, set your memory to three. Izzy also has on play, reveal the top three cards of your deck. If all the revealed cards are black, gain one memory, place the cards on top of your deck in any order. It is nice to see black getting a second memory tamer. Of all the colors, black seems to be the one most susceptible to memory choking, so another memory tamer is very needed. And I also really like this play effect. It's really simple to make sure that it's always going to happen. Just play all black cards. So Izzy is almost always a memory tamer for three memory, which is a really fantastic rate, actually. Getting to order your next three draws so that you get what you want in the order you want is a deceptively powerful effect as well, I think. All in all, I like Izzy a lot. Now, on to Black's two new option cards. First up is Final Zubagon Punch. Final Zubagon Punch costs two to play and it has a mountain of text. It reads, main, one of your Digimon gets plus 3000 DP until the end of your opponent's next turn. Then, if that Digimon has 16,000 DP or more, that Digimon gains blocker. Reboot and security attack plus one until the end of your opponent's next turn. (gasps) So this gives one Digimon a big power boost and then if it hits 16,000 DP it also gets to check an extra security, reboot itself and be a blocker on your opponent's next turn. Now it's really clear from the artwork and the 16,000 DP threshold that this is intended for Blastmon because Blastmon hits 16,000 DP after being boosted by Final Zubagon Punch with no other effects. This turns Blastmon into a huge haymaker that then unsuspends at the start of your opponent's next turn and acts as an enormous blocker. But I would be remiss if I didn't remind you that Black has a few ways to boost your Digimon's DP. Final Zubagon Punch can only be used on your turn, its security effect adds it to your hand rather than activating it, so we're looking for effects that boost DP on your turn. Luckily, Black has just received two. Gogbamon can boost your Digimon's DP, as does Golemon, so long as it is on the field. So, with just a little setup, suddenly a few more options for final Zubagon Punch targets become available to us. I looked mostly at Digimon with a natural 12,000 DP so that the 1,000 DP boost from Golemon would trigger Final Zubagon Punches full effect. Craniomon, Mon, and High Andromon all fall into this category, but I think our best target is actually Black War Greymon BT2112. Black War Greymon has 12,000 DP. When our opponent has a Digimon with 10,000 DP or more in play it costs just 7 to get it onto the field. And it has, when attacking, if you attack your opponent's Digimon with the highest DP, unsuspend this Digimon, so you can clear your opponent's Digimon, as long as you attack the one with the highest DP, and still get a security attack plus one attack off afterwards, then Blackmore. War Greymon reboots and is a 16,000 DP blocker. When you see an effect like this that has defined targets that it can affect, spending a little time researching all the cards that can fit that definition really help you to get a sense of how could a card can be. Our final black card is Dark Roar. This option card costs three to play and its effect reads, delete one of your opponent's Digimon with a play cost of three or less. For each of your Digimon with D Brigade in its type, Add plus one to the maximum play cost of the Digimon you can choose with this effect. I quite like Dark Raw. It plays into the D-Brigade strategy of going wide with a lot of Digimon. Three memory to delete a rookie isn't a bad rate and it only takes one or two D-Brigade Digimon on board before you can start deleting level fours which for three memory is a really good rate. The most similar card that we've currently got in black is Looking Back on the Good Times, a four-cost option which D-Digivolves an opponent's Digimon once, then deletes it if it costs four or less. In a D-Brigade deck, I think Dark Roar is comparable to Looking Back on the Good Times, but overall that card is just going to be a little bit more consistent than Dark Roar in the majority of black decks. Let's move on now to our last major colour, Purple. Purple gets support for a few of its themes in this set. Purple is getting more cards that care about the option card type and of course it gets more cards that want you to delete your own Digimon or bring back your deleted Digimon from your trash. Purple is also getting some more cards that care about cards leaving your security. First up, Purple's new level 2. This is Xiaomon. Xiaomon has your turn while there are 10 or more cards in your trash. This Digimon gains retaliation. Now, for those who don't remember, retaliation is a keyword that reads when this Digimon is deleted after losing a battle, delete the Digimon it was battling. Now, you're in Purple, so getting to 10 cards in your trash should not be very difficult. Giving your Digimon retaliation means your opponent has to be really careful about their attacks and their blocks because any of their suspended Digimon become targets for removal. Once you hit 10 cards in your trash, your opponent's going to have to constantly be factoring retaliation into their calculations, so as long as you keep having access to level 3s in your hand. I think Shamon is a great level 2. Our first purple level 3 is one that I like but we won't be spending too much time on, Ghostmon. Ghostmon has the same effect as Lalamon and Sunarizamon, meaning it returns to your hand after being trashed to activate a digiburst effect. I will say that as of great legend Ghostmon is probably the weakest of the three, there's just one digiburst card in purple as opposed to two in black and three in green. One is going to get better as more digiburst effects are added in purple but for now it's just not really worth playing in a lot of cases unless you're dedicated to using the one purple digiburst card at a 4 of. Next up we have Soundbirdmon. Soundbirdmon costs 3 to play, 0 to digivolve and it has just 1000 DP but that's ok. It has, when attacking, you may trash one option card in your hand to gain one memory. So despite the low DP, you're still incentivized to attack with this Digimon. Trashing an option card seems like a bit of a downside, but you have the ability to bring it back if you need. Matt Ishida lets you return an option card from your trash to your hand when you play him. Lilithmon returns two option cards to your hand from your trash on Digivolving, so if anything, Soundbirdmon is helping you to get maximum value from those cards, ensuring that you have valid targets. An extra memory when you need it is handy, and since you're in purple, even though Soundbirdmon is likely going to be deleted when it attacks, you can always bring it back and use it again. Our last purple level 3 is Labramon. Labramon costs 3 to play, 0 to Digivolve, has 2000 DP, and has on play, trigger, draw plus 1. Then, trash 1 card in your hand. We've seen cards with similar effects see a lot of play. The blue Garbumon, which draws you a card on play. The purple Tapiamon, which draws you a card on deletion. And I imagine this Labramon is going to be pretty much the same. You have so many ways to reuse cards from your trash in purple that this really leaves you a card up even though it may not seem like it at its first glance. Add in the fact that many of your purple cards let you replay your Digimon from your trash so you can reuse Labramon, all in all you've got a decent card. Now on to level 4 and we've got just one purple level 4 to talk about and that is Devimon. Devimon costs 6 to play, 2 to Digivolve. It has 5000 DP and it has main Digiburst 2, delete one of your opponent's level 3 Digimon. I think Digiburst in purple is less strong than it is in other colors. I found you don't tend to Digivolve as much in purple, so you don't have enough cards to activate Digiburst, but this effect is pretty good. Flatting it out deleting an opposing level 3 for no memory investment is quite good especially since as of great legend only three of purple's level threes even have inheritable effects so you aren't losing much by trashing those cards this card is good in sealed by the way where you potentially have access to every level three with the digiburst return to hand effect and removal is very sought after now our first level 5 is Cerberusmon, Cerberusmon costs 6 to play, 3 to digivolve, has 6000 dp and has on deletion, trigger draw 2, then trash 1 card in your hand. This effect leaves you 1 full card up, which is nice, and as we've discussed putting a card in your trash in purple is more of an upside than anything. 6 is cheap for a level 5, so you can hard play Cerberus Cerberusmon and not feel too bad about it, and the ability is fairly strong, but where it really gets good. Is when it gets paired up with our next level five. Cerberus Mon Werewolf Mode. This costs nine to play, three to digivolve and has 9000 DP. It has rush meaning that it can attack on the turn it comes into play. Cerberus Mon Werewolf Mode's second effect reads, on play you may delete one of your Cerberus Mon to gain nine memory. So, if you have a Cerberus Mon in play, you can play werewolf mode, delete the Cerberus Mon, and gain the 9 memory back that it costs you to play the werewolf mode. Then you also trigger Cerberus Mon's ability when you delete it this way, drawing 2 cards and trashing 1 from your hand. I think this is a really fun little combo. Uh, when I saw this, I immediately began thinking of ways to get the most out of it, and the weirdest thing I could think to do is to combine Werewolf Mode and Cerberus Mon with Malomyotis Mon, which is a purple level 6 whose effect read all turns. When another Digimon is deleted, gain one memory. So you play down Werewolf Mode, perform the whole combined effect, and then you end up one memory ahead, which is kind of crazy. All in all, I think Werewolf Mode is a fun card, but I would not play it without the regular Cerberus Mon. And the final new purple level five we're going to discuss today is neo devimon seven to play three to digivolve and seven thousand dp neo devimon has both a main and an inheritable effect neo devimon's main effect reads opponent's turn when an opponent plays a tamer gain three memory Uh, this effect really shuts down your opponent's tamers they will now cost five six or seven memory which is way too much for any tamer effect and this works especially well against Yellow decks, Shine, Greymon in particular, those decks that tend to play a lot of Tamers. And most effects that allow your opponent to get Tamers into play for free play the cards. So, NeoDevimon's effect still works gaining you 3 memory when they play a Tamer off of an effect as well. Neo NeoDevimon's Inheritable effect reads, Opponent's turn. When an opponent's Tamer becomes suspended, gain 1 Memory. I really like this too, a lot of times when people are suspending their tamers, a lot of those effects are meant to gain memory, so you kind of shut those off. You say, no, you can't gain memory from that. So there's no point, because they gain a memory and then you gain the memory right back. There are also some tamers that, um, when they get suspended... They perform some other effect and then you're just gaining some value back you're saying you can have your effect but i'm going to get some memory uh, it's worth noting that the wording of this means that if something like shine greymon causes four or five or whatever multiple tamers to be suspended at once you only get one memory so just keep that in mind when you're playing this and playing against it if you need to get around the effect And now we come to our purple level 6s, and there are some really cool cards here. First up is Anubismon. It costs 11 to play and 3 to Digivolve. It has 10,000 DP and 2 effects. The first effect is a when Digivolving effect that reads, When Digivolving, you may play 1 level 3 Digimon card from your trash without paying its memory cost. Getting an extra body onto the board is always a plus, and purple has a lot of relevant level 3s to bring back. This gets even better though when combined with Anubismon's second effect. Your turn. When you play a Digimon from your trash, that Digimon gains rush for the turn. So not only do you get a free potential attacker when you Digivolve into Anubismon, but any time you bring a Digimon back from the trash it can attack straight away. That's a huge effect and there's a few cards I want to discuss that pair very well with Anubismon. Purple Metal Garurumon from Special Booster Version 1.0 has, when attacking, you may play one purple level 3 Digimon from your trash without paying its memory cost. Any on-play effects on Digimon played with this effect don't activate. So, the play is have both Metal Garurumon and Anubismon on the field, and then every time you attack with Metal Garurumon, you can play a level 3 from your trash to the field, and then it can attack. That's the kind of combo play I'd really love. Uh, one more combo for Anubismon. Mummymon. Very thematic. Mummymon is a purple level five that has when attacking, you may pay three memory to play one Malomyotismon from your trash without paying its memory cost. Then delete this Digimon. So as long as you have three memory, you can keep the turn. You get an attack then you get to play Melomyotismon, a 12,000 DP Digimon with piercing, and then you can attack with it straight away because you played it from your trash and Anubismon gives it rush. Now, these aren't the most realistic scenarios. They all involve multiple high-level Digimon, but sometimes you just need to try those huge crazy plays. Anubismon enables some big fun stuff, and it's also secretly a solid addition to some strong purple decks. so you don't have to do the big crazy thing and next level 6 is dan debimon dan debimon costs 12 to play for to digivolve has 12000 dp it has opponent's turn once per turn when a card is removed from your security stack trash the top card of your opponent's security stack This is a really really great, control-y kind of effect that makes your opponent have to really consider when they're going to attack you. The first time they remove one of your security cards each turn, they're going to lose one as well. They need to be very confident of outpacing you on attacks. Dan Debbiebon's second effect reads, on deletion, your opponent trashes two cards in their hand. So they're going to be reticent to delete your Dandevimon because they'll have to trash two cards from their hand. That's a huge negative. You put your opponent in a tough spot once you stick your Dan Devimon, While you can start swinging fairly confidently because Dandevimon has 12,000 DP and its on deletion effect kind of dissuades your opponent from removing it too hasty. Just be careful though. Because while Dandevimon's effects are great at stopping your opponent from getting too far ahead of you but they don't actually get you ahead or win the game, so you need a strong idea of what your win condition is. Our final purple level 6 is Plutomon. Plutomon costs 13 to play, 4 to digivolve, has 12,000 DP, and has when digivolving, trigger draw 2. Then, you may use a purple option card with a memory cost of 6 or less in your hand without paying its memory cost. Now, because you draw a card whenever you digivolve regardless, you're actually going to draw three cards when you digivolve into Plutomon, which is huge card advantage. This also gives you an excellent chance to draw into an option card that you will want to play with the second half of its effect. Now, I did a quick search on digimoncard.dev for purple option cards, so I could see which ones cost six or less and were therefore valid targets for Plutomon's effect. It turns out the answer is uh, all of them. Apart from Trump Sword which costs 7 and then another option card from the new Venomous Violet starter deck, every currently printed purple option card costs 6 or less and is therefore able to be played by Plutomon's effect. Necrophobia is a great target, it's 5 cost option, it lets you play a level 5 purple Digimon from your trash without paying it's cost, so you digivolve into Plutomon and then you immediately get a level 5 Digimon onto the field, that's great. If you have another Digimon on the field, Heat Viper. Also a very strong choice. You may delete one of your Digimon to delete two of your opponent's level 4 or lower Digimon. If you're set up to take advantage of it, Plurimon can get you a huge amount of value and it's a big attacker itself. I think this is going to be a really fun card to play with. On to Tamers now and Purple's new Tamer is Kari Kamiya. Kari Kamiya costs 3 to play and has all turns when a card is removed from your security stack. You may suspend this tamer to gain one memory. Now I like that this card says all turns on it. It gives you a bit more flexibility. Usually you're going to be waiting until you're attacked to activate this ability. Taxing your opponent on their turn for taking one of your security cards. But you can also use this on your turn in the right setup. Mastermon for example trashes one of your security cards on Digivolving. And Kari gets you a memory back for it. You can also combine this with Dan Devimon to really make your opponent think twice about attacking you because they'll lose the security and the memory, but ultimately, I'm not sure that this does enough. Hopefully, though, it's a sign of things to come for purple and we'll see more effects that manipulate your own security in the future. That's a play space I find really interesting. But at present, I think this fits more as kind of a tech card in a yellow Mastermon build than anywhere else. But like code cracking in Special Booster version 1.5, let this be the card that I challenge you all to find a competitive place for. I don't think it has one, please though prove me wrong. Next up we've got our new purple option cards and first up Jack Raid. This card costs zero to play. Its main effect reads gain 1 memory for every 10 cards in your trash and its security effect reads security gain 2 memory. This is a really interesting card to evaluate because its effectiveness is really different at different points in the game. Now in purple, hitting at least 10 cards in your trash, as we've said, that's not a difficult threshold, but you need some time to get there. This card is dead in your hand at the start of the game and requires some work. But then once you hit those 10 cards, it becomes a purple hammer spark. and Hammerspark was a staple in blue, still is. If you can get up to 20 cards in your trash, which is a big ask, but not... Outside the realm of possibility, you can play this and add 2 memory, and that is just phenomenal. I think this card's going to see a lot of play in purple decks, even if only for its defensive properties. We've seen from Hammerspark that gaining 2 memory out of your security often gives you back control of the turn and saves you from damage or even dying. And our final purple card for the set is Hell's Gate. Hell's Gate costs 6 to play. Its security effect adds it to your hand and its main effect reads delete one of your opponent's level 6 or higher Digimon. I think this is pretty good removal. Maybe not as generally strong as Trump's sword which costs 7 but deletes any Digimon as long as it's unsuspended. But, and this is a fairly significant but, you should check that memory cost again. 6 memory. That means when you Digivolve into Plutomon, you can play Hell's Gate for free and delete a level 6 or 7 Digimon. Getting that effect for free is huge, and I think that Hell's Gate is more or less a must-include in the Plutomon deck. And with that, we come to our last color, white, and our last two cards, Now, white isn't a color identity as such. It's mostly reserved for level 7 Digimon that Digivolve from more than one color, and it's closer to colorless than anything else. In Great Legend, we're getting two new white level 7s, Chaosmon and Chaosmon Volder Arm. Firstly, Chaosmon. Chaosmon costs 15 to play and 6 to Digivolve from either a green or a black Digimon. It has 14,000 DP, which is just 1,000 DP short of Omnimon and it has two effects. Firstly it has piercing so when it deletes an opposing Digimon in battle and it survives it performs any security checks that it usually would. It also has one of the most interesting and disputed effects in the set. Uh, let's see if I can clear it up because I actually played this card in my pre-release sealed event and it helped me win the event. Humble brag brushing the dust off my shoulder there. When Digivolving unsuspend this Digimon then it can attack your opponent's Digimon. This effect allows you to attack unsuspended Digimon as well. So when you Digivolve into Chaosmon, you unsuspend it if it is suspended, and then you may declare an attack against an opponent's Digimon, even if that Digimon is unsuspended. And since Chaosmon has piercing, you'll take out an opposing Digimon and then perform a security check. So this card is kind of a takeoff, of the Omnimon pattern of having two effects, a removal effect and an effect that lets its attacks get through. Firstly, this card is good, it's very good. A lot of my sealed matches came down to who can play Chaosmon first. It attacks over everything except Mon or Omnimon, piercing makes it a very dangerous attacker, and the fact that when it digivolves it can attack an unsuspended Digimon means your opponent has very few ways to keep their Digimon safe. Now let's try to clear up some of the confusion about its effect. The main question people have had is, if I Digivolve into Chaosmon and the memory counter passes over to my opponent's side, can it still declare an attack with its effect? The answer is yes, it can. Because the attack declaration happens as part of an effect and you resolve all parts of an effect before the turn passes over, it can take out an opponent's Digimon even if the memory has passed to your opponent's side. You can really catch people off guard with Chaosmon. The other question people have had is, can I declare the attack if the Digimon that Chaosmon Digivolved from came into play this turn? Sadly, no. If the Digimon Chaosmon Digivolved from only came into play this turn, Chaosmon can't declare an attack with its effect because the rule preventing it from attacking on the turn it came into play still applies. This is a really, really cool card, and it's a cool top-end Digimon for two colors that have thus far been missing a level 7. Although, actually no, I black is fine, green has been missing a level 7. Our final card for Great Legend is Chaosmon Volder Arm. Volder Arm costs 15 to play and 6 to Digivolve from a green or a yellow Digimon. Like regular Chaosmon it has 14,000 DP and 2 effects. First, Volder Arm has when Digivolving, activate the following effect twice. One of your opponent's Digimon gets minus 7,000 DP for the turn. Minus 7000 DP is huge, it deletes a lot of relevant Digimon, and not only that, but you can target the same Digimon twice, so Volder Arms Digivolution effect can delete any Digimon short of an Omnimon, and that Omnimon is going to be reduced to a measly 1000 DP. This is pretty excellent and flexible removal. Voldar arm also has on deletion gained 3 memory. Now this is an odd effect on what is such a powerful Digimon, but it's nice to know that even in the devastating event that your Volderarm is removed, you'll still get a fairly high amount of memory back. So your opponent's removal option cards targeting Volderarm functionally cost 3 more, which is going to give them pause. That much memory is going to let you recover fairly effectively from the loss of your Volderarm. This is another very powerful card that I'm sure is going to be highly sought after and will see plenty of play. It's also really nice to see yellow and green finally getting some level 7 access, meaning every colour now has at least one. And with that, we are finally at the end of our Great Legend set review. Overall, I'm really happy with the set. It introduces a lot of fan-favorite Digimon, it has some cool new mechanics in Rush and Digiverse, and it's got some really fun new cards. Overall, I think my favorite card in the set is Ancient Greymon from Red, but from today's episode, though, I have to say my favorite card was Chaosmon, not Volderarm, regular Chaosmon. That effect is just so unique, and it really is a powerful Digimon. All right, you've heard enough from me. Well and truly, now I would like to hear from you. Our listener question of the week is, which color are you most looking forward to playing from Great Legend? Green, black, or purple? Tweet your answers at me or comment on the listener question post in the Facebook group. If you have any questions, feedback, comments, or concerns, tweet at me at ConnorEFMG or email me at MemoryGaugePodcast at Or join our Facebook group, Memory Gauge Podcast. I am always happy to hear from you, listeners. New episodes come out each and every week, so be sure to follow the Memory Gauge Podcast on your podcast service of choice to stay up to date. And please don't forget, tune in to twitch.tv slash ConnorEFMG on June 11th, 7pm Central for our Booster Box opening. Links in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Memory Gauge. Logging out.